Hey guys, it's Santos Banning, and you're officially listening to Early Success. Uh, I'm in the middle of watching Netflix. I'm taking a break from uh, homework. Um, I decided to watch Once Upon a Time, and it's pretty good. It's not too bad. Um, there's a couple acting, uh, like casting decisions I wouldn't have gone, but overall, it's a good show. Um, if there is wind blowing in the background, I have like my AC on full blast right now. Um, because it's it's cool outside, but I I like it being, I like it being cooler inside of my apartment than outside for some reason. Um, people always say open the windows, open the doors, but it's just never cool enough for me outside. And when it's cool outside, I when when I come inside, and it's not cooler, it just I it feels hot. So like I I went to a party last night for Dave. Um, from Not Your Shadow, I met his buddy, met a lot of his friends, I met his parents, met some family, and they're great, great people. And one of them uh, that I was talking to, we were talking about the temperatures that we keep our households at. Well, they have a house, a two-bedroom, uh, two-story house, and I have an apartment. And I was telling them that I keep, um, I like keeping it between 65 and 69. That's kind of where I like it, and they like it at like 75. And I'm like, no, like to me, that's hot. And when I was dating someone, um, my ex, she was a cuddler. And when it's 75, 74, and I'm hot already, and she wants to cuddle, or when she wanted to cuddle, I would die. Um, so I just, that's, if you hear the AC, that's, I'm sorry. Um, there's not really much I could do about it. Anyways, I got to talk to Dave's dad, who's an awesome, awesome gentleman. I could see where, what, why Dave is such a great guy. He had some really, really great parents. Um, the people that he's surrounded by are amazing, and I'm actually really glad that I went. Um, from Thursday to today, I was actually supposed to be in Oregon, but Dave uh, sent me a, a party invite for his one-year anniversary for his DJ, his current group, I believe is what it was, and it was slash Halloween party. And I, after interviewing with him and talking to him, he, he's a great guy. He's the kind of person that I want to surround myself with and I want to keep um, connected with because I, I think he's a great he, he's a great friend. We're not super close, but I, I would consider him a friend. And that's why I dropped that whole Oregon trip because I, I felt like it was really important for me to go to his party. Um, and I'm so glad I went. One of the best conversations that I had was actually with his father and this another gentleman named Britt, two amazing individuals. I specifically wanted to bring up uh, his father. Um, his father is a great guy from Maryland, and he's a lawyer. Um, I was telling him a little bit about myself and what I want to do with my life, and I, I'm telling him there's certain routes that I'm considering. Um, one of them, I, I was talking about my podcast and like starting my own business. And, that, and I have like two business ideas that I kind of want to maybe look into. One of, one of them is a nonprofit entity. And I want to do that because I want to, excuse me, I'm drinking a Red Bull. So I might burp like I just did. Um, I want to start a nonprofit that is geared towards foster kids, former or current. And provide them with as much educational, financial, and post-care living resources as possible. Because I feel like these kids aren't prepared. A lot of them, even though I'm, I see some of these organizations trying to help, I, I don't think they're doing enough. Um, they're, like when I graduated college, or not when I graduated college, when I graduated high school and I went to college, I did not know how to write a check. I, my resume, I thought it was good, but after like 
building it up and like uh, I worked in um, the de- department at GCU where I helped assist in the process of hiring uh, professors and I mean of course professors resumes are really really impressive they have usually PhDs and licenses and certifications and publications and they're just freaking amazing and I started to realize my my, my resume isn't up to par so I started editing it and and you and uh structuring it better because I just realized it was kind of basic it like like how the way I structured my resume it looked like I was applying to work in fast food or retail as an entry-level job making like ten dollars an hour which is good to have and it's a good start but when you're trying to move up in the world and you're applying for more professional positions you need a, a resume that reflects that professionalism um, so I, I was able to, I've talked about my resume in this podcast and it's not the best, but I, it reflects who I am and things that I've accomplished so far. So I, I, it, because of that department, I, I, I was able to update my resume and then, um, going to college was actually really helpful because I did a couple of public speaking classes and GCU does, uh, group projects. And with that, I learned how to communicate better and effectively and just, um, present my ideas in in a productive way and just learning how to think critically those are all things that really helped me but I feel that and a lot of that was because I went to college and a lot of these kids don't go to college and I feel like wherever whatever background they came from sometimes they revert back to that negative environment and they just don't reach their full potential um, because most of the time they're not aware of the resources that are available to them one of the there's like three programs that I always bring up to foster kids Arizona foster kids because they just don't know about it one of them is the ETV educational training voucher if a foster kid there's certain criteria but if a foster kid goes to college an Arizona public university so ASU U of A or NAU the educational training voucher waves tuition and because we're we're foster kids we automatically qualify for the Pell Grant which is usually more than enough to cover room board okay then there's subsidy then there's uh a ffcf and like arizona friends of foster care foundation and there's other there's a there's a shit ton of uh res uh these like other nonprofit entities that provide scholarship and subsidy for these kids but they don't know about it so they're not getting it so they not only could they get college dirt cheap if or it could be free and they can have money in their pocket if they go to a public university but none of them just they don't know that and I, I want to reach as many kids as possible and provide them with resources and then uh my last podcast i believe i also talked about um my my other business idea was uh, the Banning Institute, and it's essentially kind of similar, but it would be for uh profession in a for, for professional businesses or uh, personnel that want to um, better themselves or better their uh, organization. And then I've also considered with that I said I said that it's a social services. Um, social sciences and services company so it would provide like consultations and then counseling and because i would need a i can't to hire a counselor or i could be a counselor um counseling is something that i kind of considered i got my undergrad in psychology so if i were to continue with the banning institute um 
I wouldn't I not only want to hire counselors, but I also would want to possibly be a licensed psychologist. Um, so there's that. And then another route that I've considered, oh, with especially this last year, is law. I've always been interested in it. I took a couple speech and debate uh, classes and like criminal law courses in high school and they teach you how to interpret the law and like the do's and don'ts and like they 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 show you what you're not supposed to do like in tv shows because they're just unrealistic and they just tell you what you can and can't do and I, I always thought it was pretty fascinating and the the uh judicial system um i think is an effective system but i think sometimes the results um aren't always the results they should be um with that said i I was talking to dave's dad last night he's a lawyer from maryland and i was telling him yeah i've considered law school specifically for sports uh entertainment media uh contract kind of law um and he said just from talking to me hearing a little bit about my background he thought it would be a good fit and he said, just, you know, practice the LSAT, LSAT test, tell me your results, and we can go on from there, see, uh, like, maybe I can help you out. And I thought, yeah, that's great. Uh, I, I know I've mentioned that I don't have a family, but while I was in the group home, I I had, I met Miss Rose, who was basically a mentor, but I was so ashamed of being in a group home at 14 and 15, I just told everyone she was my godmom. Uh, she, she's from England. Uh, she has the sweetest heart, nicest woman I've ever met. And she's helped me out a lot. So it's not like completely true that I don't have family. I've she, Her and Cruz Valenzuela, he's a former foster kid too, have been two constants in my life for the, the, past, the past decade basically. And I reached out to her because her eldest son uh, went to Northwestern. He practices law and he... He went to Northwestern, which is a, a really prestigious institution. It's also a really good law school. So I reached out to him, or I had her reach out to him, and he's pretty excited about it. He said, um, with my background and my grades, that he thinks I could, like, I can actually go to an Ivy League school and be successful. So I just wanted to give you guys an update and telling you, um, I really, I, I just feel like there's so many opportunities, and I know I said I was going to buckle down at 10, 23, but I'm just looking at this world, and there are just so many opportunities that it's kind of hard to pick one so back in 2014 I, I when I entered college I started a book because I wanted to write about my life because I thought it was pretty interesting and I've only have about six chapters and so eventually I want to finish that the book uh, then I'm doing this podcast I'm meeting and connecting with people um, and networking and then Amber wants to look into starting a dispensary and I want to help her with that uh, and then I, I'm but I'm also I'm working on my master's and once I finish my master's I, I may go to law school or I might go to uh, into, enter into a psychology pro- doctorate program so I, it's, I just feel like there's just so much to do and then like a part of me I want to move to LA because LA is is popping and so is Georgia specifically Atlanta and then I love love Oregon and I want to move to Oregon and but um, but these last couple years I've really grown to love Arizona and I love Arizona and I I really love my job now I love working for Grand Canyon University so it's just I just feel like there's so much to choose from that I I just I don't I I need to buckle down and I really want to have a decision in the works by April just because I have mentioned that's when I graduate and that's when my lease is up I just want to I just want to have a good idea of where 
I want to be. I was talking to another gentleman at this uh, private party last night, and it it was great. Uh, he said, uh, well, a couple of people were saying that you should finish the book, finish your master's, continue to do your podcast, because I, I can do all of that, which just break it down into steps, do all of that, continue to network, be nice to everyone, just keep doing what you're doing, and then eventually you can maybe see where it goes and maybe if you go to law school you go to law school because i guess the two choices that i'm really really mostly concerned about are law school stopping out my master's or uh going for psychology um now that i've talked to a couple people about law school i i probably not gonna go to uh a school for counseling or psychology clinical psychology or anything like that um i could always hire a counselor um if i were to continue with the banning institute which i really do eventually um i could i could probably incorporate the nonprofit into the banning institute which i probably would just because i wouldn't want to be a public traded stock entity um but it's just more that i need to look into um but the banning institute the name itself is something that I, i really 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 love um I just I just need to look into everything more, but for as of right now, it's all about networking. Continue doing continue to do my podcast. My lease is up in April. I I might look into renting a house with Amber. Um, I think that's gonna be awesome. Normally, I don't want to have roommates, but I think when you when you surround yourself with like minded people who want to succeed as much as you do, it, it's not a wrong situation to be, live with them. Um, normally I wouldn't want to live with anyone, but I, I truly, as a friend, Amber is freaking awesome and she wants to do big things and we've both talked about it. And the main reason why we'd want maybe to rent a house together or get a two bedroom, a cheap two bedroom apartment is because it's cheaper and it gives us, it gives us the freedom to do what we want to do because she has her goals. I have my goals and and she's the same way she didn't she doesn't want roommates but because it's me and we're so like-minded and we want to succeed and we if we could lower our 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 living situation because we both want to have cheaper housing and a cheaper living situation to do these other things that we want to do she potentially wants to start a dispensary i want to look into i want more money to invest in and i want to put more money money into my podcast get some equipment so there's just certain things i want to do certain things she wants to do and if we could lower our cost of living that we will be more free and financially uh set to do those kind of things so that's why we've we're we're okay with living with other people even though traditionally we don't like it um i've I've been I don't think she's been to my apartment, but she's been to my dorm, I believe. I've been to her dorm when we were living on campus. I've been to her apartment. Uh, She has yet to come to my apartment, but if she ever wanted to come, she could come. Um, But uh, it would would probably be me living with her and her girlfriend. So it's just a cheap, awesome living situation to be in, I think. I normally, I've had roommates in college. I lived in a group home. With, and I live with nine other boys. I know what it's like to live with other people, and I just don't like it. But with Amber, I think this is the, the I, Gary Vee says it all the time. Get, get If you got roommates with four or five people, and you guys are all living dirt cheap, and you just hustled, hustled, because all I really need is a place to sleep, shower, and shit. And that's basically it. So if I had a cheap living situation and had financial freedom to do the things that I wanted to do, I would be okay. And if 
being with someone such as Amber allows for that, then I am 100% okay with being surrounded with someone that wants to succeed as much as I do. Uh, I'm going to have to look into law school a little bit more. I'm going to have to uh, pr- take some practice LSAT tests. Um, oh, another thing that I wanted to bring up was on Friday, I got offered a job at State Farm uh, to work in financial service, not State Farm, Farmers Insurance, uh, to work in the financial services department, and they offered to hire me at 84K. Um but I don't know if I'm going to take it. I'm probably going to decline because I really love where I'm at at GCU. I want to finish my master's. And I feel like if I make that much money, I I would feel like I am bound to Arizona. And I don't. I, I, I just feel like I'm not ready to fully commit to that yet just because uh, Oregon, California, and Georgia are still ideas that I would maybe want to explore. Um, I really don't know. I just I, I feel like I need to figure everything out. But as of right now, I just need to work hard accomplish the little things that I need to accomplish and just see where it goes from there I like I've said in like two or three podcasts like April is going to be a very telling month what is that like six months away I am excited for these next six months because I, my, my apartment will be up I will have my car a good amount paid off in my car I'll have my master's finished by then uh, I'll continue to network I just I just think we I'm in a great spot. I, I'm not mad at my situation at all. Um, I, I was also, I met with my godmom Rose today for uh, lunch. And we were talking about my ex. And um, I, in, a, in an earlier podcast, I brought up that it's, that I, I've, I've been t- paying rent by myself, which I have. And you know what? I'm honestly not mad about the situation at all. It's a blessing in disguise. My life has is. I'm not saying because I broke up with my, my ex broke up with me that uh, I'm happier. I I just feel that when you are free to pursue your dreams, um, you just feel better about yourself. And I feel like I feel like we were both holding each other back because we just want different things. Um, and it's not a terrible thing. Maybe we'll be friends eventually. Who knows? But I think us being able to pursue our separate goals because they they did conflict with each other uh, and neither one of us were willing to compromise. It it wasn't that we didn't love each other, but I think we just loved our goals and our future uh, accomplishments more than the relationship itself. And it, it wasn't a bad breakup. I was talking to my godmom today and I told her, you know, it's not like we just broke up suddenly. Like, we talked every day after work for, like, a week before we decided, you know, but what, maybe we just need to break it off. Uh, it was a very mature breakup. Um, but I'm not mad at the situation at all. I think it, it it's forced me to become more of a workaholic because I didn't want to come face-to-face with it. I finally have. I was reflecting on it, and I think it it, it was for the best. Um I hope that she's doing ha- doing well and is happy. Uh, I'm working hard, and I just hope that we both succeed. And I think um, I think I'm, we're, I think I'm in a great spot, and I just hope that she's in a great spot too. And I don't want to say that just about my old ex. I want to say that about any previous ex, any old relationship, any even my family members, uh, former fi- family members, and my former foster family and former friends. I just really hope everyone is doing really well. And the people that listen to this podcast, I really appreciate it. And I hope you're doing extremely well. Um, the people that support me, I, 
it might take 20, 30, 40 years to get where I want, but I'm willing to put in that time. And the people that help me out, I I am trying because I'm not doing this just for me anymore. I'm doing it for the foster kids. I'm doing it. I'm doing it for a lot of reasons. And one of the biggest reasons um, that I just came to realize is it's not just for me. I'm doing this because so many people saw potential in me and so many people helped me with wanting nothing in return. Even though I don't have a family, I've had a lot of help on this journey and I want to give back to those people because what they did for me, I could never thank them enough. There's no amount of money, no amount of words that could, could because they believed in me when I didn't believe myself. When I was emotionally broken, they supported me. I didn't have a, a family, but but being emotionally supported was all I needed. And I think that's why I'm so driven and I'm so motivated because I, I, I was instilled with with this confidence that I didn't have I was provided confidence from people that I had I had no relationship with and they helped me out a lot and I don't know if they know that and I want to succeed because I just want to give back to them because emotionally I I was wrecked mentally I was fucked up and I never thought I would amount to anything and I haven't yet but I want to succeed for for those people because they deserve the world because I know that they they didn't just help me. They've helped hundreds and hundreds of people. And they deserve to be reimbursed in some way. Because they do it selfishly. Self, selflessly. And I, I want to be the one to help them out. Because they helped out so many people. Um, if you haven't subscribed, please subscribe. If you don't, that's cool. Uh, at least leave a review. Thank you. Bye.